Welcome to PD Podcast, where we talk to interesting people about interesting things going on in the Elyria schools. Now your host, Amy Higgins. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us in studio today. We're very excited. We have a really fun show with you today. We are joined uh, by phone. This is our first long-distance interview, but we're joined uh, by phone by Nicole Cosdron. And Nicole grew up in Elyria. She's now a resident of California, and uh, she's no longer in school. She uh, is a practicing attorney in California, and she has something really cool going on this week. Uh, that we're going to hear more about. But Nicole, welcome to our show. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for joining us. Nicole, before we get into the big surprise of why you're on PD Podcast today, uh, tell me about uh, where you grew up in Elyria and a little bit of uh, your Elyria upbringing here. Okay, sure. Um, I grew up on the west side of Elyria, lived there from the time I was an infant until I graduated from high school. Um, I went to Crestwood Elementary from the time I was in kindergarten until fifth grade. And then my family moved to a different area of the west side of Elyria. And so I went to Oakwood Elementary for sixth grade. And then back when I was in the Elyria schools, you guys had junior highs and not middle schools. I guess that's changed at some point. But I went to Westwood Junior High School for seventh and eighth grade. And then I went to Elyria High School in for my entire high school career, and I graduated in 2001. And Nicole, um, now you're out in California, and uh, we're going to hear more about that, but let's not keep our listeners in suspense any longer. Why are we on the phone today? Can you can you let the cat out of the bag? Uh, sure. I am actually appearing on Jeopardy this Wednesday, February 3rd. How cool. We actually got a little, um, a little note about this from one of your uh, classmates, former classmates, I guess. Uh, their parent reached out to us to say, hey, my daughter graduated with someone who's going to be on Jeopardy. And we were like, no way. So we reached out to you and, um, and here you are. This is fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's, I wanted to be on Jeopardy from the time I was, a, you know, in the Elyria schools when I was a kid, I've always something I've always wanted to do. So I'm really excited to finally have gotten to do it. Wow. So when you were when you were a kid and you were thinking about being on Jeopardy, um, what, were you preparing then? I mean, no, I, I, I mean, <laughs> not not explicitly, but I don't know. You know, I read a lot of books. I did a lot of you know, I paid attention in school. I did a lot of extracurricular activities um, in high school. Specifically, I was on our academic challenge team. I don't know if that TV show is still on. Yeah, they, when I it's was still around. There, yeah, the academic competition between high schools, and they have, like, teams of three people or whatever mm-hmm. go on TV and play that game. The years that I did it, the TV show was not running for reasons that escaped me at the moment. I don't remember why, but we actually did radio competitions to date myself. Um, and so I participated in, in that when I was in high school. Wow. That's, that's really cool. That's, um, so, so what, what was it about trivia? What, uh, a lot of people like trivia, but you know, to kind of 
have the aspiration to go on a game show and not just any game show. I mean, Jeopardy, uh, it's a pretty iconic uh, game show. Um, what was it about trivia that just had you hooked? I, I'm not sure, just something fun. And I mean, we've all sat and watched Jeopardy and, you know, yelled at the TV and said, I, I could do that. <laughs> I knew that answer. Um, and you just sort of learn things, you pick things up and trivia has been generally very good to me. It's how I met my spouse. We met over a game of Trivial Pursuit in college. Oh. Um, I've made some really good friends that have invited me to join Trivia League. So it's just sort of something that's just been in my life. And, you know, here it culminated with Jeopardy. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I, I'm curious, like, uh, when you left Elyria, like, what, what age were you when you left Elyria and, and headed off to college? I was 17 when I graduated high school and moved down to Oxford, Ohio, which is where I attended Miami University. Uh, there were probably seven or eight people in my graduating class. We all went down there. Um, so I spent four years down at Miami I ultimately wound up majoring in economics and technical and scientific communication, but I took a whole bunch of random classes just because I like learning random things. So I took stuff ranging from musical theater to medical history to, you know, chemistry all over the map. Well, what a great base for your, uh, for your trivia experience. And when you were in college, did you, is that where you met your husband? Yes, it is. Yes. So you you were um, involved in various uh, trivia, what groups or <laughs> meetups uh, with no. your with your classmates? Um, I I lived in the honors dormitory, and you know, instead of rocking parties, we had trivia game nights, and <laughs> we so happened to be on you know the team together at one point. Oh, that's really cool. And now you're out on the West Coast. I mean, what what took you there? Actually, it was my husband. He got a job out here. Okay. And my job as an attorney, they, they need us everywhere. So I figured, you know, why not? I had never actually been to California before we moved out here. So it was a bit of an adventure. So what part of California are you are you in? I'm down in Southern California. So okay. it's nice and sunny and warm. Oh, nice. Whereabouts? Today here, it's probably about 70 degrees and sunny. It's beautiful. Wow. Whereabouts? Uh, I, I'm actually from Southern California originally. Oh, really? I, I grew up in Fontana. Fontana? Yeah. That's in L.A. County? Yeah, I, I'm in Orange County. That's uh, San Bernardino County. So the, the greater L.A. metropolitan area. Well, it's yeah. called, they call it the Inland Empire. Well, there you so go. Anyway. It makes it sound so fancy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, we had to do something. <laughs> well, so you're out in California, and I don't know, is that where Jeopardy is uh, filmed, produced? Uh, yes, they film in Culver City, which is like close to the ocean in the L.A. area. So as you're, you're thinking about, you know, your love of trivia and, you know, the possibility of someday appearing on Jeopardy, how does one go about preparing for that? Uh, you just try to learn stuff um, and keep it and retain stuff. It's not so much the learning as you get older, it's the retaining. 
and having it come very quickly since on Jeopardy, there just isn't any time to think about it. You either, you know, know it or you don't. Right. Um, I know. I actually started on this. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, uh, I know they have like a Jeopardy on the Alexa device. Uh, Do you do play games like that? Uh, um, You know, Jeopardy's type games like preparation or, games you know, or something <laughs> or... no i mean i watch i watch the show on tv and i play in some trivia leagues online that are like moderately competitive trivia leagues and i also just do some random online quizzes if i decide i need to you know brush up on world capitals or something i tend to retain things better if i you know get it wrong a few times in a quiz and learn it that way do you think they'll uh re-ask a question on jeopardy <laughs> I they just definitely do. <laughs> do they? They actually have, they have a a website that is, I don't believe Jeopardy official, but it's put together by fans called uh-huh. J Archive. And they actually have all of the, not all of the questions, but many, many, many Jeopardy questions going back many seasons of the show. Oh, wow. And you can actually search for things on there. So if you search, you know, you'll see, and this is something I learned in trying to prepare for the show. Like, yeah. You know, opera, for instance, I know very little about. And so sure. I thought I'd see what sort of opera stuff they ask about. You know, the same several questions come up over and over and over again. So if you know just a few of those, then, you know, you can perform reasonably well. You're not going to get everything, but you won't, you know, stand there quietly the whole time either. Sure. Wow, that's some trivia right there. Yeah. That they re-ask questions on there. <laughs> and they're not exactly, ver- they're not verbatim and they rework them. And, you know, they, they maybe instead of asking for the composer, they'll ask for the name of the opera or, you know, variations on the theme, but similar topics and similar, you know, points of knowledge come up again and again. Well, it must work because uh, Jeopardy has quite a history um, on television. So um, whatever format they're using is keeping audiences engaged over decades. So, But tell me, um, with, your, with your preparation or uh, just kind of, you know, aspiring to be on the show, what's that look like for the average person? Um, how did you actually sign up or audition or what, what was that process like? Well, with the caveat that I believe the process has now changed due to pandemic and just, Oh, sure. Things moving online in that sort of direction. But when I did it, I started taking the online test, which they used to offer only one or two times a year. You would sign up and you'd take this test online and it's a 50 question test on a variety of things. Ah. Um, they give you about 10 to 15 seconds to type in your answer because they want to make sure you're not cheating. Um, but they don't tell you how you do. You just do the test and then you sort of wait. And if they, if you did well and you get lucky, they will call you and ask you to come for an audition. Um, I started doing that probably when I was in college taking the test and they called me the first time in like 2008. Oh, wow. Um, And that didn't work out. And then I kept taking the test. You know, sometimes you feel like the test goes well. Other times, you know, not so much. Mm -hmm. It's just 50 random questions. And sometimes they're in your wheelhouse and sometimes they're not. Um, And then a couple years ago, I took the test and got an audition in person. And essentially, you just go to the hotel. They have it at a hotel. It's you and a bunch of other people who've taken the test. You play some mock games. You take another test there. They ask you about interesting personal things like they do on the show. Um, And then they say, okay, you're in the contestant pool and 
for 18 months and we'll call you maybe. Wow. And so then you wait. And my first time I did that, I waited the 18 months and I heard nothing back from them. So I took the test again. And this time I, I did one of the la- very last in-person auditions in February of last year. So what, uh, did they actually have you come to the studio? Because that was pre-COVID. It's not a studio. You just go to a hotel and they have like a ballroom or something rented out, you know, a conference room. Like Mm -hmm. you would go to a conference at a hotel and they have tables set up in there with like a little studio set up and with the actual buzzers from the show. And they have producers there to talk to you and they, you know, take your picture and they want to see how you would do on the show. And they also, like I said, have you take another test and you play some practice games. So from that point forward, I mean, when you finally, you know, you made it that far, and then what was the experience like when you actually got the word that you were chosen? I was very excited. (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) Like I said, I've been trying to do this for years. Um, Then once you find out you're going to be on, they don't give you that much lead time. So that's when I really started trying to learn some more stuff and study up once it like actually became official, you know, you tell yourself like, Oh, I'm in the contestant pool. I should be learning some stuff. And then, you know, you watch Netflix or whatever instead and you just don't. (laughs) So then I got serious about, you know, actually trying to learn some things that I was weaker on. So when, when was that? What's the time frame on that? When did you actually learn that you were selected for the show? Uh, Well, I learned it a lot earlier than you ordinarily would just because of the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. then they, they had to, they had some production issues, so I was rescheduled several times. Okay. But I actually wound up filming in December of 2020. Oh, wow. So not that long ago. No, I mean, and, and you see when you watch the show on TV, it's usually pretty current. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll ask, they'll ask questions about, you know, recent television or movies or sporting events. And so that's, I think that that's why they film it like they do. So what was that uh, now that, you know, because you were in the the midst, caught up in the midst of um, the pandemic, um, what was your experience like for the filming? It was, I think, a little, well, actually, it was a lot different than I think it ordinarily would have. Um, Previously, you know, in, in normal, under normal circumstances, you know, there's a live studio audience and you get to talk with the other contestants a lot and you know that I think it's just they don't have the space between the podiums it's, there's just a lot of things that were, were different we I, we didn't have a studio audience so I didn't get to bring any friends or family to you know support me uh-huh. during the filming it was just like I just had to sort of go there and hope for the best yeah yeah um, did they have fake applause no uh, <laughs> it's it's the people who are there in the studio so it's the other contestants Actually, that's that's the studio audience now. So how big of a letdown was it uh, that Alex Trebek passed away and and couldn't be there for it? That was a little, that was pretty disappointing. Um, I'm not going to lie. I used to watch him when I was very young on a show he did called Classic Concentration, Mm -hmm. which is on ages ago. And I watched him on Jeopardy, you know, for years and years and years. And I, he, I just always pictured him being part of like my Jeopardy experience if I ever were to get on the show. Oh, sure. And so it was a little, little disappointing to not actually have that be the experience. But Ken Jennings is a Jeopardy icon in his own right. And he was a consummate host. He was, you know, very well prepared. He ran a tight ship. So it was a good experience with him as well. 
So would you do it again? You've done it once. Would you do it again if you had the opportunity? I would, but it's it's not something that they, it's not an opportunity that they allow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get, it's, it's a one-shot deal unless, you know, you're someone who does amazing mm-hmm. for months at a time, like Ken Jennings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how long, how many shows did he uh, win? I believe it was 74. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I still think there's there's something there. <laughs> he did something to be able to. <laughs> no one's that smart. <laughs> well, like you said, I mean, it sounds like uh, a lot of it is retention of information too, correct? Yeah, yes, it's quick recall. Yeah. And it's also, to be honest, it's a lot of luck. Yes. I mean, sometimes you watch the show on TV and, you know, you watch and you think you would win and beat everybody. And then other times you watch it, you answer like two questions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, do your categories come up that day or don't they? So what's there's no you have no control over that. What's the uh, there must be a tremendous amount of pressure um, to be in that kind of a situation. And like you said, where you have to recall information so quickly and you've got that buzzer staring at you and everybody's waiting and you know, people are watching and they're sitting at home saying, I could have done better. (laughs) What's that like? (laughs) (laughs) I was really, really nervous. Um, I'm not sure how, how apparent that will be or not. I haven't seen my episode, and, and ironically, I'll be one of the last to see it because I'm on the West Coast uh, and because of the time differences and stuff. So I'll probably be the last to see it, aside from Alaska and Hawaii and I guess anyone else in the like greater world that watches Jeopardy. Do you still ha- Does your family still live in Illyria? Uh, my dad still lives there, yes. Oh, well, maybe he can tape it for you and send it over. <laughs> <laughs> FaceTime. I'm not in suspense, but yeah. I, you know, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, get to see it on the on the screen for sure. So are you having a watch party? Uh, not really, just because of current circumstances. Sure, sure. But even virtually, are your family members from around the country tuning in? And I, I think a lot of people are going to tune in, but they're not in the same locale and mm-hmm. the show airs at different times and all over the place. So it's hard to coordinate something like that. Sure. But I think I do know that I have a lot of people who are going to be watching and, and rooting for you. I, <laughs> I, yeah. It's I exciting. Uh, and we're going to do a little after party streaming virtually with some friends just to, you know, cheer checking this off the bucket list. That's awesome. So now people that you um, work with and, and, you know, your neighbors and whatnot, are, do they all know you're going to be on the show? Yes, I had to tell my work because I needed time off to go to the audition and to go to the actual filming. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, really so, cool. Yeah, they all know, yeah. Well, you, you're going to have a big uh, fan base here in Illyria when we um, get this information out. That's so cool. We're very excited for you being a pioneer and all now uh, in, in a whole new way out there in, on the West Coast at Jeopardy. <laughs> Can you remind us what time the show airs here um, in Eastern Standard Time? I believe it's on at 7.30 there. 
but I'm not entirely sure. You can actually go to the Jeopardy website and there's a little place you can click and to put in, I think it's like watch. And if you click that, you can put in your zip code and it will tell you the name of the affiliate that airs the show and what time you can watch it. Are they, are they promoting you as a contestant um, on their website for tomorrow night's show? They are. If you go to the Jeopardy contestant zone, you can see my photo there. It'll say, you know, I'm originally from Elyria. I'm an attorney. It shows one of my opponents. And then you'll have to wait until tonight's show to see who my other opponent will be. Oh, very cool. Well, we're we're going to be tuning in. We're so excited. We're so grateful for you to uh, take this time out of your busy day and all the way from California to join us on PD Podcast and Give us something exciting to tune into um, tomorrow evening. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you reached out. Congratulations. I did not know we even had a PD podcast, so I'm thrilled <laughs> to learn about it and glad to be on it. Oh. Hey, well, we're just now uh, kicking it off the last uh, few weeks. So you're actually the second guest that we've had, really, yeah. because the other thing is like a series. Uh, with our social workers, so uh, you're actually the first yeah. guest, guest. Yeah, like our, our first uh, celebrity guest for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do they have Jeopardy cards that you can buy, bubblegum cards? There you go. Uh, with you on it? Put your, put your rankings. No, but I, I, will be, <laughs> I will be on the internet forever. You can go on the J Archive and see. Yeah. You know, they, they have all kinds of statistics on there, and, you know, they they'll they have – a formula for what they think you should wager here, or, you know, how should you have played uh, this or whatever. So you can uh, play around with that. If you aren't able to actually catch the show live, you can go on there. They have the game board and you can click on the, and you can click on the questions and see if you've got the right answer and oh, sort of play through the game, even if you can't watch it. And Nicole, are you, uh, you know, I, I guess before we, before we say goodbye um, and, and wrap up for today and again encourage everybody to watch the show tomorrow night but what would you say you know we are a school district and you were um an Elyria school student growing up um in the Elyria schools and dreaming of this big day this big moment in your future what advice do you have to students who might have the same dream oh that's a tough one um a very good question I would say, you know, follow your dreams and don't let yourself get knocked off the path. Um, it, it can be cool to be a nerd eventually, so hang in there. Well, it already is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, things have changed a lot in that regard since I was, you know, in school 20 years ago now. So, And I'm glad that's a change that's happened for the better for a lot of people. So, you know, if you, you know, you have something you're into, be into it, be proud of it. And, you know, maybe sometime in the future, you'll find it, come back and help you out or give you an exciting opportunity. Well, very cool. We're, we're just so grateful for your time. And um, we really enjoyed visiting with you today and looking forward to cheering you on and uh, hoping for big things. So thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to get back to my Elyria roots and talk with you all. And I really appreciate the support. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Let's go, Nicole. And go Pioneers, we'll right? We'll be watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go Pioneers. All right. I hope, I hope, to, hope to do you proud. 
Thanks so much. Thanks for everything. Thank you. All right. So uh, Nicole's gone, and uh, that was pretty interesting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just can't even imagine the uh, preparation for something like that. And and how do you really bone up for something like that? Um, I suppose you just have to have a one of those kind of minds that retains information and you're not, uh, you're cool under pressure no matter what. I've and been told that uh, like people who do trivia, they just play trivia games all the time. Well, sounds you, like she does. Yeah, you, can, you can't do it enough because, you know, you never know which question's going to come back and be the one. Well, how about that little, uh, that little insight into... The Jeopardy, uh, the Jeopardy logs on these questions that that sometimes reappear, and um, I think that would be really cool. However, it would be really hard to study from that because you would just never know what was coming up. So you, like she said, you may be looking at something in opera, and you know the focus is on sports. So yeah, I th- I've thought about that, and that would be that would be terrible. When, you know, like, like she said, you can watch the show and answer 80% of the questions and then see it again. Or I've played on Alexa before and I get like one right out of 10. <laughs> and then other times, you know, I'd, I'd be lucky enough to go on the show and, and not know anything. <laughs> well, the pressure, I think, would be really intense, especially if it were under normal circumstances yeah. where you had a live audience. Yeah. Um, or maybe that's, maybe that's actually easier because you have that encouragement. Um, I imagine being kind of a solo guest with just the producers and contestants there to, to uh, watch your every move would be a little intimidating. Yeah, that's, that's sort of sad, to 13 years trying to get on the show. Oh, and wow. you end up getting on with the pandemic and you know, no crowd. And, I know. Uh, I know. It, it, it must be less stressful, though, without having a crowd there. Yeah, well, it would, it would seem that, although some people draw their energy from other people, so I guess it just depends on the person. Yeah, yeah, I I think I'd be more nervous. <laughs> so, so I'd you need a crowd doing your job. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll <laughs> get you an audience starting Monday. I'd never so. <laughs> make it on Jeopardy. <laughs> well, we had fun. That was a fun one, Marty. Thanks yeah. for uh, for hosting that with me, and uh, we thank everybody for listening. And uh, go, Nicole. <laughs>